Hey everyone, welcome to the Mortgage Man podcast brought to you by Tanta Financial Advisors. In this podcast series, we're going to bring to you information around KiwiSaver, how to withdraw it, how to use it, how to make the most of it, as well as mortgages, obviously. When it comes to buying your first home, your first investment property, or your 10th, we can definitely help you out. And finally, we talk to professionals in each of those industries to help cover specific topics, to help you guys out when it comes to buying, selling, or insuring yourself and your loved ones. So enjoy, and if you need to get in touch, please email us at hello at tanta.co.nz. Hey everyone, welcome to another Mortgage Man podcast. I'm here with Ari Harris from Harcourts Hamilton. Ari, how you doing? Good, how are you Aaron? Good talking to you again. Yeah, doing well, even though we're in level three and you're on level two. Freedom must be nice. Yeah, that's right. Is a technology is amazing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's good that so we, we can still communicate. Houses and <laughs> do other things, People. but can't really sit down and have a meal, go to the pub, play golf. Yeah, the yeah. Day. Uh, level three. That you did? Right. Yeah, it was all right. It's pretty good. But I bet um, you got mass on while you're playing golf, do you reckon? Uh, only at the beginning, and then they let you take them off. But oh, that's all right. Rules, only play for bubble. Anyway, um, the reason cool. I've got you on this episode is because I want to cover buyer's agents. So obviously you're a real estate agent. We've known each other for a while. Um, and a lot of, yeah. I guess, first home buyers, investors, just people trying to buy property, they kind of see real estate agents as always the kind of people that work for the seller and never for the buyer. Um, obviously, yeah. most of that is true because it is the seller that has hired a real estate agent to uh, sell their property and that's how they get paid. They get paid by the commission and um, that's kind of the model that everybody thinks applies. But there is yes. another way, and especially in a market like we have at the moment where there are so many uh, people looking for properties and not many properties, um, having someone yes. look at the properties for you or keep an eye out or just notify you of when something that you that's kind of within your range comes along, um, I think is massively beneficial. Um, I think I read a stat the other day that there's more real estate agents in New Zealand than there are houses available to buy. That's not wrong. Yeah. So um, just quickly, maybe have just describe exactly what a buyer's agent does. Obviously, I know that you operate both ways. You can work for the seller and you can work for the buyer. So from the buyer's point of view, how can you kind of help them? Okay, cool. Thanks, Aaron. Now, just uh, firstly, I uh, just introduced myself. Uh, I've been in real estate for around about 17 years now, uh, mostly with uh, Harcourts in Hamilton. So um, during that times, I come across with a lot of different markets. Uh, while there is actually markets like a, a lot of buyers on the market, and then there's a market that's um, a lot of properties on the market. So uh, both ways of the markets is really uh, similar. There is always a bias in the market. Um, most probably um, the things that, the only thing like now in 2020, 2021, currently is, as you probably experienced, the market is just going so fast mm -hmm. and the properties 
sometimes just go on the market um, just one weekend and then it didn't suddenly like end up with um, more than one office. Like uh, yesterday I had one in uh, Norton in Hamilton that was with 14 offers mm -hmm. and the price range on that one was at 649 and then it, it, it end up with well more offer than that one see um sometimes is if the buyers contact the listing agents of course the listing agent will focus on toward what the owners can actually get into that level yeah but the reasons having a bias agents is firstly um you actually will get the knowledge inside about the uh, uh, firstly like they will help you to um what what is your budget so you don't actually waste a lot of times because your your time is so valuable doing something else so if you hiring by agents because when in in hamilton when you hire by agents it actually doesn't cost you anything i'm not sure about uh, another part of the country maybe there's a small fee as well that you probably have to to pay but in hamilton basically you just work with the buyer's agent and then give your criteria what do you want and then the buyer's agents really is actually working for you uh, by sending your link and then uh, open up the doors to show you the properties get the property files and then after that get the inside informations about the own owner's motivations mm -hmm. and um yeah and then after that um we'll try to get you to do the property so by helping you to get all your due diligence first so if you can making an offer close to cash offer or unconditional that is actually what is more favorable to the owner. So the reasons um, we find the inside because uh, we need to know whether they're, they're selling because of marriage split, they're selling this because of, um, uh, you know, they moved to another town. So we actually can find it uh, from, yeah, uh, okay. if you hire by agent, but if you yep. ring the, um, listing agents sometimes you got the mixed messages and you don't you kind of lost so and what i'm saying is with bias agent at least you have a team working behind you you know so can help you out to get to get all your due diligence uh, completed before you're making an offer yeah because so I've, I've always found that if i'm trying to buy a property and i'm talking to the listing agent there's always i feel like there's always I don't, I don't feel like they're very I call, I call it a hidden agenda <laughs> yeah <laughs> you ask them how much they you're like oh how much does the seller want to get for this property and they never give you a straight answer and um, yeah, yeah. I feel so like all, all just like yeah smoke yeah, and, I understand what you and it's very frustrating <laughs> because you know you say oh my budget's a million dollars and then the selling agent or the listing agent will be like, cool, come along to the auction. We'll think it's worth it. And then it goes for 1.3 and then you're like, oh, what a waste of time. And that's, yeah, yeah. It would yeah, have yeah, been no, nicer no. if they told me don't bother with this house. And I think the main, I guess the, the main benefit obviously is that you will, um, I guess you act for them, for the buyer rather than the seller. Um, how do you get paid then? Cause you said that you said that, uh, you don't have to pay for a buyer's agent in Hamilton. So how, like, what's your motivation as a buying agent? How do you get paid? Yeah, Hamilton is quite different from any other cities in Hamilton, uh, in, in, yeah, in the country. Yeah. So uh, what we do is we split the commissions. Say, for example, 
well, within Harcourts, we do 50-50. If we sell it, that means we've got 50% of the commissions. But if we say, for example, with uh, other local agents that launch real estate, so we actually do conjunction 60-40. So they've got 60 and we've got 40% uh, percent exactly. of the commission. So that, that's, that's what motivates us to get into the, for you to actually be successful to buy the property. Right. So yeah, so that, that's that's what we do in Hamilton here, which is quite 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 good as well. That means the owners actually open up the market to everyone, not just to their pool of buyers. Yeah, I think that's a good point because you obviously want to see as many people as possible with your price range. And I don't know, I think like real estate agents know each other even if they're from different offices and you can be like, Hey, do you have a buyer? Oh yeah, yeah. We we work well together in Hamilton. I mean like uh some yeah, just um uh, Sometimes we just have a dinner at night together and stuff like that. So we actually, like, uh, well, we call it like sleeping with enemy. You know what I mean? But <laughs> <laughs> we know yeah, each other. Maybe if you can work together, yeah. then that's not really your enemy. You have a mutual uh, goal. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> so I guess for someone that still doesn't understand the concept, would you say that a buyer's agent is kind of like a property finder, or would you say it goes? further than that you guys do more than your typical property finder i think it's more than that because we actually um could actually working to find out what well, we, we can communicate with your mortgage broker we can communicate with your uh lawyer you know and then we can uh, find out about the limb report and everything but we actually do extra miles uh to what so we we're not just send the link and then you want to buy it but if, if you need help with anything will go extra mile. Yeah. And that's helpful, I think, because there is so many people missing out at the moment that if you have a little bit of a leg up, I think that would make the difference. And usually usually property finders might charge like a one-off fee of $10,000 or whatever. Whereas if you can get paid from the commissions, then it's not at any extra cost to the person hiring you. So it's kind of win-win. I know that some agents yes. can do those as well. Um, they do. Um, split commissions for a buyer's agent and a seller's agent for anyone that is listening. So it would really yeah. depend. I'm sure every region has a buyer's agent available. Um, you just need to find them, right? Yeah. Because uh, Aaron, I like it, even myself now I've got uh, Marina that uh, is my buyer's agent. So it's actually, so cause I'm, I'm working no with popular, the, right? owner and then we're working with the buyer so I actually like yeah uh, she's actually more focused on the buyer so yeah. it's, it's, it can actually service the buyers better rather than have um, like me as a listing agent I cannot have both of them at the same time you know because it's yeah yeah so yeah so yeah. even me I employ a buyer's agent as well to work alongside me okay cool so if someone is looking for a buyer's agent what um, how do they find them and how do they get very specific? Like, I assume that the clients that a buyer's, uh, buyer's agent wants to work with is someone that is very specific on what they want, right? Yes, yes, yeah. So, I mean, uh, with, yeah, with, with the buyer's agent, you can uh, firstly, uh, are you saying, um, firstly, if, you, if you're new to the, to the, um, to the place, you're probably looking at all the local real estate agents and then just ask them who is the most committed uh, people to 
um, work with you. You know that you can, you can. It's kind of like a job interview. You can just talk over the phone, and then see if you feel comfortable, if you feel confident. Maybe just uh, try to test them to say, "Hey, I'm looking for such and such property." So whoever's come back to to you first, not 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 necessarily first, but if we just keep communicating with you, and then you can actually, hey, I trust this person, and then you carry on with that. Yeah, that makes sense. Do because I think especially now with people probably living in one region and then maybe wanting to buy an investment property in another region, having a buyer's agent that understands what the good streets are, what the good prices are, um, what yeah. the good suburbs are, what the bad suburbs are is really beneficial because when I've always invested, the number one rule is you have to know the town that you're going to invest in to make sure that you don't buy on a crappy street. So having someone that lives and has lived in that region for their whole life is definitely going to be super helpful. And at least you know that their advice isn't um, biased like a seller's agent would be, because I always feel like they just want you to buy a house and they don't care how much you pay for it. Whereas a buyer's agent, and I guess what I do as well, is we actually want you to buy something that you're happy with and don't end up with a uh, crappy investment or a crappy home. That's right. Yes. Yes. Mm, okay. Yep. Um, do you think there's any other things while we're talking about buyers agents that people should? Uh, yeah. About? And the other thing is, um, if you're new to well, well after uh, to once uh, suburb or one area, it's not necessary. Number one agent is the best buy agent for you. So you actually have just to basically just um, it's kind of like widen your next and net, you know, and um, sending a couple emails. He says. Who, who is actually willing to work well with you. You know, that that's, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. So just like yeah. a job interview, make sure you get along with them, make sure you feel like you can trust them. Do they have, yes. do you have to have like a formal contract in place? Nah, you don't have a formal contract. No. Can you work with more than one buyer's agent at the same time? Yeah. Ideally because uh, like, well, Hamilton, you, you come into the same property, like other real estate, not going trade me. Yeah. Um, like like us as well. But if ideally you just work with one, because if you work with more than one, it's kind of like, oh, you yeah, that no one will actually. You probably will be in the in losing end, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So you just need to find a good one that does all the other stuff for it. Just find a good one that that you're happy to work with, and then yeah, and then just uh, stick with one. I would think. Okay. Fair enough. Um. So moved on from buyers agents i want to know about hamilton because you are the expert in hamilton and we've got quite a few lots of uh rule changes and everything like that with you guys have just come out of a lockdown what's happening in hamilton yeah. is it slowing down is there increases is it going crazy is the new interest deductibility rules mean that more people are looking at new builds what what kind of trends do you see um, I wish I could say, oh, the market is crashed. Come down here and buy. But no. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's the opposite. It, it goes like 100 miles an hour. It's not scary, but it's just like, it's, it's, I think it's like the, the fear. Like you just, the fear of missing out is still there. The market is still active. And uh, mainly it's just a short of listings. Um, yeah. Like you probably um, heard that there's more agents than the listings at mm. the moment, you know? So that, that's actually true. 
So I had like, uh, just uh, prior to lockdown, I had about uh, 11 listings and they just after lockdown, it's just gone. Mm. In, uh, it's like in a second. You know, it's, it's crazy. Like uh, people, in num- number of inquiries is all increasing and stuff like that. So that's, that, that's and then uh, with auctions, uh, the turnaround of auction as well, it's very quick. And then mostly, I think it's about 94% sold. Okay. during the auction campaign yeah mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. not many is actually not sold yeah and do you think there's more first home buyers or <coughs> buyers versus uh investors like who's buying the houses down? um uh, i'll find out investors is uh not um investors is more toward a brand new a building now like mm-hmm. a home inland package or uh, unit townhouses we uh it's a lot of uh, first home buyers at the moment and mm. a lot of people who's upgrading it as well, um, who's from the second home. There's up, it's a lot of people upgrading. And then there's, um, there's a lot of developments as well happening. So all these uh, uh, developers is actually um, taking all these uh, big sections and then uh, chop it into four. Okay. So not too too different from Auckland then, I imagine. Just maybe a little bit. Yeah, no, it's very different. Um. I think um, the median price that we've seen from the last stats is about eight hundred forty thousand. Uh, 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 the prime month before that was uh, seven hundred eighty, so the jump is quite high. And then you will see a lot of Hamilton in the north side now is, is over one point two million. Like this times last year was about seven hundred sixty to nine hundred. You know, so it's, it's just jump crazy. Yeah, I remember when I went down to Hamilton and bought my first property, um, which must have been when I about the same time I met you, which was this right. 2016, 2015, before I went over. Oh, uh, there's a product, yeah, about right. What, 400 and, what was it, 400 and something? Yeah, and it was uh, expensive back then, eh? <laughs> it always feels like it's it always feels like it's expensive and then you wait five years and you're like, no, this is expensive. Uh, yeah, no, I've got bargain. <laughs> yeah, it is a worry, but yeah, um, I don't know what. So, yeah, do. so I think, I think um, for all listeners there, especially first home buyers, um, they always ask me, when is the right time to buy? But <laughs> the thing is, when your bank is giving you the money, that is the right time to buy. Go for it. Because the markets yeah. will always be. Yeah, that's it. When when Aaron's give you the money, go for it. Don't don't hesitate. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Especially if it's your first home or a second home. If you like it and you can afford it, then buy it because you're not going to cry over spending twenty to fifty thousand dollars more in ten years' time when it's probably going to be worth double. Um, Exactly. Exactly. So, what's a is it a cup of coffee? Another extra twenty. <laughs> is it a copy a week repayment <laughs> i have no idea but it's almost like exactly. if you can afford it you can afford it and i think people forget that exactly. banks, banks are probably the most risk averse uh group in the whole of the transaction like if a bank can say that you can afford a mortgage then you can afford it uh, as long as your yes. your situation is based on what is truthful and what's on the application so yeah if you can afford it and the bank says you can, and you've got a pre-approval, then get it. You're not going to cry too much on, yeah, overspending it in 10 years' time and you can upgrade or whatever you decide to do with it. It is it is a bit crazy. And, yeah, the right time, I'm going to wait till house prices decrease. I don't think uh, 
It's famous last no, night. COVID didn't make like that happen. never happened, yeah. I People was waiting for COVID <laughs> to drop the, the house and that. It's kept going. And then the Christchurch earthquakes was the last time that actually decreased the average um, of a area, which was Christchurch. But even now that's taking yes. off. So yeah, um, it is one of those things. Is there any... Uh, yeah. Is there any kind of finishing comments that you'd you'd have to, to seal off this episode? Um, with um, I think with your one uh, with the bias agent, just um, do your research. Um, don't take too long, of course, and then just find um, find maybe three or four just by sending initial connections, and then once you find one, stick with the with the one by agents until you got your property and um and then what's um what's the other one is uh when you are when mortgage broker or the bank allow you to buy buy mm. don't wait would you say yeah. that a person should approach a buying agent only after they've been pre-approved uh, ideally yes because um you have uh, more confident in yourself to see how much you can spend Mm. And then you're more focused looking at what is the price range that you can afford. Because mm. uh, sometimes mm. you say, that, oh, I, I can afford $1 million, but ideally I can spend 800 or 900 But usually, usually the market you're looking at is about 1.1. You know what I mean? So that's... <laughs> yeah. But if you, if you, yeah. If you focus think- like, okay, I only got $1 million, and that's, that's what you spend. And then, yeah, I'm sure you can get too close to that, you know? Yeah, and I think it's probably important for the buyer's agent to make sure they know that you're serious. And if you've not got pre-approval, then are you actually that serious? Like, get your pre-approval correct. Yes, that yeah. shows that you're serious about buying because no one likes their time being wasted, do they? That's right. Like, um, we, we had this one client that you referred me uh, last week, Aaron. Mm-hmm. And then because they are serious, and then we managed to get something um, on, like, they, they yeah, they... Is working with Marina, so um, yep. and then Marina is just onto it, and then uh, suddenly um, he's got an offer in place, um, like submit the offer, not not in place yet, but submit the mm. offer. Then mm. yes, we were hoping he was going to win because he was going to be in multi offer. So I'm I'm sure you will receive, um, yes, signed and dated agreement tomorrow, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed. All right, cool. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Ari, thank you so much for your you. insight. Anyone that's listening, if you are looking for a place in Hamilton, just look up Ari Harris Harcourt. So I'm sure they can Google search that and find you, won't they? Yeah, or my number, 021-064-9177. All right. Thank you so much and have a great afternoon. Thanks, Aaron. You have a good one. We'll catch up soon.